This is the Root Student Ministry Podcast, where our mission is for middle school and high school students to establish strong roots in their relationship with Jesus by connecting in the body of believers, growing in their knowledge and faith, and going to serve the community and the world. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at CSM Roots. From wherever you are listening, we hope you are encouraged by this message. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm so glad that you're here today because we're going to talk about something that can change our relationships, our life groups, our friendships, and our student ministry as a whole. And I promise it's going to be good today. But before we get there, let me tell you a quick story that is not so good. So when I was in college, a girl who I was dating, she broke up with me. And okay, that wasn't the only time that has ever happened. I've been broken up with multiple times. Let's not rub it in. But this one was particularly dramatic because I really like this girl. And she didn't just break up with me. She actually kind of left me for another guy. Like, ouch, right? It was like a double punch to the gut. And these days, I can look back and laugh at the whole thing and realize, I'm so happy that I'm not with her. But back then, I did zero laughing. None. I was no fun to be around. The party didn't start with me. I was the one who stopped the party because I was so lame. And maybe you've been there. In fact, maybe you're there right now. And if you are, I am so sorry. Like, it sucks to be going through difficult things. Because the truth is, Life is difficult for all of us sometimes. So when we kicked off the series, we looked at the promise that Jesus made about getting the most out of life. It's a promise that says that when we follow him, we can live a full, amazing life. We get an invitation to the greatest party there is. But what about when challenges show up or life gets difficult and bad days happen? That doesn't feel much like a party, does it? Remember when we talk about a party in the series, we're talking about any effort to celebrate, serve, love, include, or enjoy being with others in a way that adds value to life. Being a party starter means being someone who does that for others, not just in the good times, but also in the bad. But can I just be real for you for a second? For me, being a party starter for the people in my life is a lot easier to do when things are going great. When a friend makes the winning shot in a game, gets a role in the play, or gets good grades on the test, that's easy to celebrate. But when they're struggling, when they suffer a loss or deal with something like anxiety or depression, then it's a lot harder to figure out how to be the party starter for them. And it's difficult to know what to do when somebody we care about is struggling. Maybe that's because we're not sure what to do or say to help them. Or maybe that's because we don't really relate to or understand what they're going through. Or maybe we feel like what they're dealing with isn't all that big of a deal to us. Or maybe we just struggle to understand what they're feeling if it's not what we're feeling. But if part of being a party starter means showing up for others no matter what, then we've got to figure out how to do that no matter what. No matter what challenge they're facing, no matter how they're struggling, no matter if we're unsure how to help, no matter if we understand or not. So how do we do that? Here's the good news. Knowing how to relate to other people in their challenges and suffering isn't a new problem. In fact, as long as people have existed, they've struggled not just with pain, hardship, and difficulties, but with understanding how to help one another through it. 
Thousands of years ago, people were going through a really difficult time and there was a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of challenges, and a lot of sadness. And in that season, a lot of people felt like nobody was there for them, including God. So when God's people needed God the most, it felt like God wasn't showing up, wasn't understanding, and wasn't doing much to actually help. But God always has a plan, right? And at that time, God's plan was to do something unexpected to remind people then, and also to us today, that in their pain and suffering, God was there. That plan? Well, it was Jesus. And if you've spent time at church during the Christmas season, this part of the story may be familiar to you. In their struggles, the people were waiting for someone to show up, and God showed up by sending Jesus, and that's what we celebrate at Christmas. But back then, God used prophets to pass on his messages to his people. And they were like spokespeople for God. They represented his voice and God spoke through them. And Matthew, one of Jesus' followers, quoted a prophet named Isaiah who said this in Matthew 1.23. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So maybe for some of us, this may seem like a familiar verse, but don't miss the meaning here. When the people were struggling, suffering, and looking for somebody to help, God sent Jesus to be with them. That's literally what his name means, God with us. It's not God fixes us or God solves our problems or God makes us feel better. While that may be what we all want sometimes, that isn't what God sent Jesus to do. God sent Jesus to simply be present, to be with us, to show up when we need someone the most. And as party starters, that's what we can do for the people in our lives who need us too. Think of it this way. A party starter walks with other people in their pain. So when our friends are struggling, when, we, when the people in our lives are suffering, when our loved ones experience heartbreak, pain, and loss, when we see people around the world in really difficult situations, we don't have to wonder what to do. We can follow God's lead and simply show up. We can be present. We can just be with them. And doing that actually means showing empathy. And empathy means that we have the ability to understand and share in what other people are feeling. It's the willingness to just show up and be with someone in the middle of what they are going through. And that's it. We don't have to have all the right words, have to answer the, have all the answers to fix the problem or even be able to relate to what they're facing. All we have to do is show up and empathy moves us to do that. Now, maybe you're thinking, can showing up really make all that much of a difference? Well, I know it can because it definitely did for me. So let's go back to my breakup story. You know, the one that's funny, but it's funny now, but definitely wasn't funny then. And I lived in a house full of guys during that time and we would hang out often, but my life had been mostly consumed with the relationship that I was in. And I didn't spend as much time with the guys that I lived with, but, and, and, but these guys, they showed up in my life during that season. Everywhere they went, they invited me. And this was, a, this was huge for a couple of reasons. Number one, I had been all about my girlfriend for a while, which meant I hadn't made much space at all for my guy friends. So the fact that they included me after I had excluded them, that meant a lot to me. And number two, I was close with a few of the guys, but some of the other guys I wasn't as close with, and I got closer to because they showed up when it was rough and when it was a rough season for me. 
So outside of the occasional, oh, you're too good for her or you're better off without her, these guys didn't talk at all about my breakup. The goal was simply to have fun. I could tell that they were just trying to get my mind off of her and just being around them made a huge difference. It's not like it magically made me feel better automatically, but it definitely helped at a time when I desperately needed it. So you see what I mean? My friends noticed that I was struggling and they cared enough to just show up and support me in it. That's empathy. And it's empathy in action. And that's what a party starter does. It's what I want to challenge all of us to do. So the first thing is, is notice those who are struggling. Open your eyes to what is happening in the lives of those around you. Who is struggling? Who is having a rough time? Who is going through a hard season? Who just seems like they're having a lot of bad days? Pay attention to the people who may need a friend around you right now. Then, care about what they're going through. Some of you are naturally empathetic people. You feel what other people are feeling and care a lot about what they're going through. And for others of you, getting into what other people are going through just doesn't come naturally to you. And that's okay. Either way, we can ask God to help us grow in caring about what the other people around us are going through. We can pray for God to give us a heart that's moved to, to care when we notice someone suffering. And the fi final thing is, finally, show up. Okay, this is a terrible time to bring up confetti, but it's kind of a good metaphor for this, this whole last point. All right, confetti. So when it comes to showing up, if you've ever set off a couple of confetti cannons, then you know that no matter how thoroughly you clean up, you are bound to find confetti days or weeks, even months after the celebration. It just keeps showing up. And isn't it true that when you come across even one tiny piece of, of it lingering in a corner somewhere or under a chair, it can remind you of the celebration that, that took place in that past. So here's my point. I want you to be like confetti. Confetti shows up in the good times. So be that kind of friend consistently, but also lingering confetti shows up at unexpected, regular, or even down, down times too. If you're a friend who celebrates big with people at their highest, it creates a memory in the friendship and that investment reminds them that maybe you'll even show up for them at their low points too. Confetti has a strange way of reminding us that the highs of the past might mean there's hope for the future. Showing up is empathy in action. It's not fixing, it's not dismissing, and it's not downplaying. It's just showing up and being with someone who needs us. You can show up physically by hanging out with someone or spending time with them. Or you can show up in other ways, like sending a text or saying a prayer, or writing a note, or just being a good friend. The point is to be with someone else in their own pain or grief. To listen to them as they express their sadness. To simply sit in a silent moment that might feel awkwardly emotional. Maybe even to share in someone else's tears. There's no perfect way to do this, but choosing to show up when it would be so easy to just avoid the emotions or authenticity or awkwardness of all the difficult, sad, or emotional situation, it's an important step to just be in it with them. Showing up can feel incredibly uncomfortable when we're not the ones who are struggling, but choosing to be present and stay present may mean more to someone else than we'll, never, than we'll ever fully know. Whatever it is, choose to show up for someone else. 
That's what God did for us in Jesus. And that's what we can do for others. So let's pray. Father, I just, I know that many of us may be going through hard times, but we have a lot of friends who are going through some hard times. And so, Father, I just pray that we can be that light, we can be that example, we can be that uh, person that just sits with the people through their pain. And so, Father, I just pray that um, even during right now, as we're watching this, we can think of that one person that we just need to reach out to. Maybe it's a text message, maybe it's a phone call. Just someone we just need to check in with and just be with them. So, Father, help us be a party starter. Help us linger in people's lives even when it's not as fun. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.